Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. One of the most damaging things to a relationship are lies and dishonesty. And I've worked with so many people, husbands and wives, where they get stuck in this cycle of dishonesty and arguments and fights and pleas to be honest, commitments to be honest, and then the husband will lie again. It's just this knee-jerk reaction that he often has because he doesn't want to fight. And so this is one of the most discouraging, frustrating patterns for both people because a wife doesn't want to be lied to and a husband is afraid of having a fight so he'll lie in an attempt to protect himself or to protect the relationship. This, of course, doesn't work. It causes more damage. Even if in the short term he's avoiding a fight, the long term costs so much more in trust and closeness and connection, and it ultimately leads to more fighting than it ever would if he was just going to be honest. There are reasons why this happens, and today I want to share with you exactly why this happens and what you can do to solve this problem so you don't have to keep getting stuck in the same cycle over and over again. In the more traditional ways of looking at this process, Oftentimes what a counselor will do or what somebody in a group will tell them to do is just harp on being honest. And there is going to be coaching around being honest and reminders of that and this like push energy to try to get a husband to be honest. I just haven't found that to be very helpful because a husband already knows that he should be honest, but there's underlying reasons why he's not being. And so the key, in my opinion, is to find out exactly why this is happening because once you identify the core reason and you address that reason, everything else then falls into place. He's not being dishonest because he doesn't know better. He's not being dishonest because he hasn't heard his wife share with him how important honesty is. They've had those conversations together ad nauseum. And so the key is to find out what's driving this because once you identify and deal with that, that's how you're going to find freedom and actually change behavior. Behavior often changes faster when you resolve the reason why it's happening versus more reminders and more fights about whatever the thing is that you're trying to change. So what I find when I work with husbands, the most common reason why a husband will lie and their knee-jerk reactions to be dishonest or shade the truth or say things in a way that makes it more favorable to himself so so there's not a fight, the reason why this happens ultimately, it boils down to fear. And one of the most difficult things for a husband that I work with is a fear of fighting, a fear of losing his wife, a fear of getting in trouble. And if you're a wife listening to this, so many women that I work with, they say that they can work with difficult situations. They can work with, if a husband has a slip, it's not that they love it, but they can work with that. The thing that they cannot work with though is dishonesty. And so it's this strange paradox where the thing that is going to solve the problem is honesty is the thing that he's most afraid of because he's afraid of the consequences of him being honest. So this is something that's so important to really understand a little bit more about. Uh, I remember working with the husband one time and his knee-jerk reaction was to be dishonest and he was terrified of losing his wife. He wanted nothing more than to build trust, to restore his relationship, to feel close to her, but he kept on lying. And the thing that was so crazy making for her was that they'd have these conversations over and over and over again. And she'd say, I can deal with a slip. I don't love it. I don't want you to. But if there's a slip, we can work through that if you're being honest. But if you're not being honest, I have nothing to work with. There's no possible way for me to start to trust you again. And the more I keep finding out that you're lying, even about stupid, unrelated things, the less and less I trust you. 
And if there ever was going to be something that would cause me to leave, it was going to be the dishonesty. And no matter how many times he heard that, it was still so hard for him to work through these initial moments because, again, the fear kept surfacing. And so as we spent some time together to better understand that, what I found was that when he was growing up, he had such negative experiences with his dad that whenever whenever he made a mistake, his dad would just come down on him so hard and he would make him feel terrible about himself. And sometimes it would escalate to even physical abuse. And so he learned and it went to like a core cellular level for him that lying was the way to protect himself. If he didn't want to get in trouble with his dad, if he didn't want to get physically punished, he would lie. And it makes perfect sense why he would do that because kids don't really have that many options. There is no power. They have no power. They have really no influence. A parent is going to be how they're going to be. Well, a child in that situation has is very little influence because so often a father who's responding to things like that and who's acting in that type of a way has so many protections and guards up himself that there's just so many breakdowns and things that he needs to be working on that would ultimately help the whole situation and the family be different. But oftentimes, you know, husband, you know, fathers in that situation, they're not, they're not often seeking therapy. So for him, he learned, I have to tell a lie in order for me to not number one, get in trouble and number two, get physically hurt. So this went down, like I said, to his cellular level. And this became a coping mechanism for years, for decades. He would lie, he would shade, he would minimize, he would omit things, he would highlight certain things and not other things. Again, as I heard him describe this, you know, these experiences that he had when he was younger, it made perfect sense to me why he would do that. And the truth is that I would do the same thing. If I was going to get beat by my dad, I would find some way to avoid that type of punishment. And when the wife started to hear a little bit more about his background, it elicited some more compassion. And she started to understand him a little bit more and could say, you know what, I would do that too. I never grew up in that type of home, but I understand a little bit more about why this is happening. And again, not that she loved it, but there was a little bit more compassion and a space for them to work together in a different way. And so that's just one example of how I think so often people get stuck in these loops due to prior experiences, and it's all driven by fear. And so truly, in order to solve the problem, it isn't more pushing. It isn't, she doesn't need him to remind him more and more about not lying. There's a couple other things that you can do that actually can solve this problem. And I want to share with you three things that can help you guys, if this is your situation, to unlearn these old behaviors and start to operate in a different way. I wish there was like a magic bullet with this. But this is especially one of the things that there is no magic bullet. It just takes lots of repetition. And so it's almost like going to physical therapy. There's no like cure that that you can achieve in, in a moment's time. However, there are exercises that you can do repetitively over time that will be the cure, that will solve the problem so that you can operate in a different way totally and not have to continue to struggle in the same pattern. So I want to share with you what those three specific things are. Step number one is to get even more clear about what the specific fear is. Like I mentioned, this is most of the time driven by fear. And so when I'm working with a husband and a wife to help them operate in a different way together and help the husband show up in a different way in the relationship, I want to understand exactly what the fear is. And so I remember working with a couple one time 
Same situation, the husband is afraid of telling the truth. And the way you can better understand the fear is to understand exactly what it means. What's his biggest, like what's the catastrophic meaning that he makes out of his wife getting mad? Or what's his deeper level fear? There's a few questions you can ask yourself. And this is what I'll do when I'll work with a couple. I'll I'll ask the husband, tell me a little bit more about the situation. If you were to tell the truth, like what's the fear? And he might say, she might get really mad at me. And then the thing that helps to go a little bit deeper is to ask, if she gets mad at you, what do you make that mean? What do you make of that? How do you receive that? What's the fear if she gets mad at you? And that's where you're going to really better understand what's driving this. Because again, like we talked about, it's fear, but that's too general. And so as I worked with a, a husband one time, I asked him those questions. Tell me about this. You know, if you're not being honest, what's driving that? What's the fear if you were to be honest? My wife would get super upset with me. We would get into another fight. So how do you take that? If she gets mad at you, what meaning do you give that? And he said, if I see my wife mad at me, I feel like she hates me. And if she hates me, she's not going to want to stay with me. And so once I understood that that was driving that, now we have a path forward. It wasn't more reminders about being honest. It was helping him resolve and find reassurance in the fear that he had. And so what we did was, so this is step number one, or step number two rather, is number one, identify what the fear is specifically by asking those questions. What do you make that mean? What's the biggest fear? What's the biggest concern if this were to happen? So for him, my wife is, you know, she, the the fear is that she's going to hate me. And if she hates me, she's not going to put up with me anymore. So it's ultimately a fear of loss. And so the second thing that I found to be so helpful is if a husband outside of the moment This conversation should not happen right after he's lied and right after his wife has gotten mad at him. It doesn't work then. The best time to have this conversation is outside of the moment where he can share with her, this is what goes on for me when I'm in that situation. When I lie to you, when I shade or cover things up or I minimize or omit things, the thing that I'm actually feeling is this. And so in session, again, it was outside of the moment, I had him in session turn to his wife and say, can you tell her right now about the fear that you feel and what comes up for you in that moment. Because instead of focusing on the behavior, I wanna focus on what's driving the behavior. And so when he turned to tell her, I just get so scared in that in this moment when you're mad at me, that you hate me and that you're not gonna put up with me anymore because you hate me. And so when she understood that that's what was driving this, again, it created a new conversation for them. Instead of her feeling like she's just, you know, hitting her head into the wall, trying to remind him to be honest, they're having a totally different conversation on the level that will make the most difference. So when she heard him say, I'm scared that you hate me, and that if you hate me, you're not going to put up with me anymore, and I cannot stand to lose you. And again, the, 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 the thing that's so the, the thing that's so counterintuitive, counterproductive is the fact that his lying is exactly what's pushing her away. His lying is going to be the thing that makes her leave if she ever was going to leave. And so when he said, this is why I do this and this is what I feel, and he's in the fear as he shares with her, there's a totally different reaction because there can be compassion in that moment. Because when we see suffering in somebody else, the default is to be compassionate, is to have understanding. There's a softening that happens. And so often when there's not, Number one, usually people are not sharing their heart. 
And number two, there's sometimes, there's oftentimes when I'm working with people, whenever there's vulnerability, if there's no compassion that comes back, it's usually because somebody else, the husband or the wife, whoever's receiving that is in their protection. It's their fight or flight, their own concerns, their own hurts, their own fears are coming up that make it hard to respond to their husband or spouse or wife. And so in this particular conversation, he shared with her that fear and there was a softening that happened inside of her because the goal was for him to help her understand this so that they can work through it together in a different way. And so after he shared with her, I'm scared that you hate me, she said, that's not true at all. I do not hate you. I love you more than anything else. When you see me mad, it's because I'm so hurt. I feel like you don't trust me. I feel like you don't trust me with your feelings. I feel like you don't trust me with what's going on. And it just, it's devastating to me to feel like I'm on the outside and I'm not getting the actual truth about how you're feeling, about what's going on, about where you are on this journey. It's just so hurtful for me because I want to work together and I want us to overcome this together. And so when she reassured him of that in that way and said, I just want to be let in, I can work with difficult situations. I can have hard conversations with you. It's just, I feel so hurt when I don't get the truth because I feel left out. There was a different, he received that so differently. There was a very different feeling in that conversation. And it's such an amazing thing to be able to watch. And it's even better for a husband and wife to have that conversation. Because when he shares with her, this is my fear, and she responds with understanding and compassion and can help him see the situation differently because she put a new frame around her anger. She wasn't saying, I'm mad. Yeah, you're right. I do hate you. Instead, she said, this is why I get angry. I just feel so hurt. It's devastating to be left out and I want to work together. I want us to build a strong relationship. And so when I don't get the truth, it just makes me feel like I don't matter to you. That was such a different frame for him that it has such a big impact in his ability to start to be present with her. And again, like I mentioned earlier, there's no magic cure, but this is the exercise. The exercise is to him for him to share his deepest fears, to then receive understanding and compassion back. Not that she has to then be okay with the lying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we want to comfort whatever the fear is, or at least have a level of understanding about why it's happening to create new interactions and conversations so he can then be different and show up differently in the relationship, which is what he wanted the whole time. But he was so driven by this fear that once she reassured him, they were, there was such a softening for him. That was a pivotal moment in our work together was that conversation that they had. And they needed to have that conversation more than once. So again, this is where the repetition comes in. He still had the inclination. He still had the fear show up. But through repetition, through more and more of those conversations, through more reassurance, through more understanding, the more they were able to come together in a different way, in this way that I'm describing, this is exactly how they broke the pattern. So it got to the point where he could be open. He could be honest. The fear, the volume on the fear continued to be turned down to the point where he felt confident in the conversations that he had with her. He felt confident in being open with her, which is exactly what she wanted, which is a part of what pulled them out of their negative cycle. And so there are so many, there, there's prior episodes that I've done where I talk about the negative cycle. There's one just a few episodes back where I talk about the negative cycle. This is what, this is what their cycle looked like. Something would happen. She would ask a question. He would lie. 
she would get upset, he would defend, she would get even more upset, then he would withdraw. And the cycle would just keep looping over and over again. So in order to break that cycle, this was one of the most powerful things that they did was get underneath their protection, right? The fight or flight, the hiding and lying and minimizing, that's all protection. Her anger, her frustration, her trying to coach him, all that's protection. Instead, we get them to the level beneath that where they can share their heart with each other. And when you do that, that's how you break the cycle. And so again, through repetition and through lots of experiences like that and lots of conversations where you get reassurance, this is how that fear gets resolved. And when there's no more fear, there's no need to lie. There's no need to protect because you've been able to work through it. And of course, difficult conversations, there might be frustration there. She might get mad. He might you know, have a hard time with that. But because of this particular conversation this, this couple had, he could tolerate that fear now in a way that in the past he was never able to because the, the anger, he could tolerate her anger rather. He could tolerate her anger differently because he understood it differently. It did not, it no longer meant that she hated him. It meant I'm scared, I'm hurting, I wanna be let in. Understanding that was a pivotal shift for them. And so if you're listening to this, this is what I would encourage you to do. I wanna share with you one more tip, but this is the, the action item with this. It's to really try to get in touch with what the fear is. What's driving this? Why does this keep happening? And whatever that fear is, having a conversation on that level where you get understanding, comfort, reassurance, come up with a plan together. You guys are somehow coming together in a different way to help resolve and address that fear. And once you do that, that's a part of how your whole relationship will change. Because again, trust is built when there's honesty. Connection is built when both people are turning to each other and sharing their heart. And so everything good that you want in your relationship stems from these types of conversations together. The last strategy that I wanna share with you that helps in this type of situation is when the wife is able to share her pain and share the impact of the lying instead of, again, the default for most women, understandably so, I would, do, I would wanna do the same thing, it's to coach, it's to explain, it's to remind, hey, don't do this, hey, start doing that. Again, I totally get that. And I've worked with so many women where they say, okay, if I don't do that, nothing's gonna change. That's their biggest fear. If they don't try to tell their husband what is and is not working, the fear is if I don't bring this up, if I don't remind him, he's not gonna change. And I totally appreciate that and I can empathize with that. And again, I would feel the same way. And so this is what I found to work even more effectively to help you get the result of change. Instead of, again, that's the cycle. She's gonna wanna protect and explain and give examples and do all of that in hopes that he can understand how devastating the lies are. It just, it's just, it misses. It just doesn't have the impact that you wish it would. Because if it did, then he wouldn't be lying because you guys have already had that conversation before. And so instead, this is what I want to encourage you to do. When you can share the impact of the lying and talk about the pain that it causes your heart and you share with him your heart, this is going to be a big part of what creates a new conversation together. Because when he sees suffering and pain and sadness, again, outside of the cycle, because if she, if she were to express her pain in anger, his nervous system is going to respond with protection. Because again, going back to my client's example earlier, if her anger means she hates me, he's not going to, he's going to be flooded. It's fight or flight. And as much as we would like that to be different, it's just not. That's just how we work as people. When we have our 
when our deepest fears are surfacing, it's almost impossible for us to be there for somebody else in a compassionate way because our own stuff is getting in the way. And so when we can get out of the cycle and share the impact and open up and let the other person see our heart, that is the thing that creates the softening in the other person. So what does that look like? A wife might tell her that I guess I, I share with you the example of what she said uh, in the conversation that they had in, in, in session together. When she said, when he said, I'm scared that you hate me, she revealed really what was driving the anger. So instead of her being in the anger, she said from a place of vulnerability and fear and hurt, she shared that. It's, I feel so hurt when there's dishonesty and it breaks the trust that we have together. It's devastating to me and it just feels like you don't trust me and I'm on the outside and I want so much for us to work through this together. You mean so much to me so that when there's dishonesty, it just it crushes me and I feel so hurt and I want to be let in. That's sharing your heart. It's not, it's not coaching and telling him to you know, stop lying as, as much as we want to do that. It just, it just misses. But when she started to share her heart and say, I just feel so sad. I'm so hurt by this exchange that we keep having. And the more we keep having this, the more far away I feel from you. And I'm sad. I want to connect with you, but I can't. And when she started to share the impact in that way to him, again, that's a big part of what created a softening so that he was able to respond differently to her. Instead of getting mad and defensive and withdrawing because he saw her protection, which was the anger and the, and the coaching, he was able to respond with compassion and understanding. And it was from that place they could make uh, they could have new conversations and make new plans together. It was from that place they were able to resolve their deeper level fears, which was this, the fix to the issue and ultimately help them rebuild trust and get out of the cycle. So the third strategy is to, just to summarize that is instead of getting stuck in the cycle and telling the other person what to do, which again, I totally understand that, no judgment from me, it just misses. Really, we want to share the heart, share the impact of the cycle, share the impact of the behavior which ultimately can create space for a brand new conversation where she can be understood and she can be reassured. And so I want to just, I want to, as we summarize this, these three strategies, number one, it's identifying exactly why the fear. Once you've identified that, it's sharing that outside of the moment to help create a new conversation where he can get understanding and reassurance and work through the fear with her. And then number three, for her to share her own impact, the impact of the same cycle, the hurt, the not feeling like she's, you know, whatever that, whatever that brings up for her, sadness, hurt, fear, not feeling loved, not feeling important, wanting to matter, the longings that are there. When you share the heart, this is what's going to create the softening in your, in your husband. And so I would encourage you, if this is your situation, to keep at it. Have these conversations over and over again because it's not new information. That's not the reason for the conversation. It's for repetition and building muscle memory. It's for, it's almost like aloe vera. If you get a sunburn, if you know about aloe vera, that doesn't solve it. It's the application of it over and over again. And so it's the same thing with this. Once you understand, oh, this is what's driving this. This is why this is happening. And oh, this is the impact of, of the cycle on my wife. Now you can start to share in a different way, which is the aloe vera, which ultimately is the cure. That is the fix. And so I would encourage you guys to have this conversation together. And if you get stuck, 
then recognizing and trying to understand what broke down, where did things get stuck, and then trying to have that conversation again. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this is helpful to give you some direction for how to adjust this issue and knowing it takes some time and that's okay. It's just staying with the process and that's how you're gonna get through it. So again, I hope this helps. I wish you luck this week as you try to implement this and then seeing how this goes over the next few weeks as you try to reinforce and create a brand new pattern together, ultimately helping you develop a connection, rebuild trust and grow your relationship in a new way. Okay, I hope that was helpful. And for any of the men who are listening, I want to invite you to join if you're looking for some extra support and tools and help implementing these uh, tools and strategies so you can fully overcome pornography so that it doesn't have to follow you around anymore. Go ahead and go to uh, www.facebook.com groups slash tools to quit. And the link is going to be here in the uh, show notes as well. So I look forward to watching you guys make progress and really overcome this addiction, get this problem out of your life, restore your relationship so you can actually move forward and leave all of this behind you in a way that there's actually closure.